welcome to the new episode of the podcast from artist to entrepreneur. In today's episode, I'm having a wonderful woman on the show. Her name is Saskia Dietz. She's a designer from Munich. And if you listen to all the episodes before, you will feel it's a bit different than all the ones before. And I'm super curious what you can take out of this and what it provokes in you and what is maybe similar to your path, what is completely new, what insights you gained. And I'm super grateful having had her on the podcast show. And I'm wishing you, with hopefully pen and paper, lots of insights and something what is helpful for your own path. And let me know on social media, giving a review on iTunes. I'm super happy to support you on your path, wherever you feel stuck or wanting to have a mentor or a coach on your side, simply reach out and you will find it also on the link in my show notes and on my website. And for now, have fun and enjoy listening to this new episode. A wonderful welcome to an amazing guest. I already have this sensation that this will be an incredibly amazing and very potent, precious interview with my guest on today's show. We don't know each other, but I discovered her art three years ago, and I had this impulse of, I have to have her on the podcast show, because she is, for me, yeah, a very, very good role model for an entrepreneur. Saskia Dietz is today on the podcast show, and she's a designer. She herself will dive into it very shortly, what exactly she's doing, because it's very, yeah, very wide in the way of how she sees it. And it's super interesting. We had a short conversation before. So very warm welcome, Saskia, and nice to have you. Hey, Tina. <laughs> Feeling very honored to be part of this and uh, <laughs> yeah, looking forward to our conversation. Yeah. Thank you. Where do we start I mean, the podcast in general for artists who want to be more successful, who want to be more thriving, gaining more clients, having more money, more independence, more impact. So wherever an artist is on their path, I want to encourage and empower them and give them tools and insights and stories with successful entrepreneurs, how to get there, how to be more successful and not in this classical starving artist concept field. And also deeply believe in that the artist can be the first in the chain and having way more impact on this planet instead of like being the last in the chain, even though the last three years taught uh, the majority a different thing. But therefore, I believe that when we embody first how much more powerful we are, that we can have way more impact. So let's dive into your story in the beginning, like what is the art you're doing and when have you discovered your passion for art or your desire to be an artist? What kind of art and how did it come? Okay, so that's a... <laughs> so you have the playground a, now to dive into it. Yes. Um, uh, I try to, like, yeah, trying to keep it uh, not short, but um, structured. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, actually, actually, I like I was I was like playing around with material and stuff a lot when I was a kid already. Um, and I already then um, like kind of fabricated jewelry pieces, maybe a little bit like a lot of a lot of kids or a lot of girls do um but i was really passionate about it and i like later when i had my pocket money i spent all my pocket money into like beads and stuff and um so that was my main occupation when i was a kid i kind of like forgot about it when i when i yeah when i was a like later in my teenage years and um and i got back to it when um so when i ended school like at my abitur uh fire my mom she who was a single then uh she got to know a former teacher of mine mm -hmm. um and i was uh i had a 
I had a focus on art in school and um, and like a little exhibition at that uh, a celebration. And so they got to know each other, they fell in love and they decided to get married. Um, at that time, that teacher, he had a, um, he rented off one room in his uh, uh, house to an art student who was uh, at the academy at, at the academy of fine arts in munich and studied um jewelry so there's a jewelry class mm-hmm. um and they thought because she remembered that i when i was a kid was playing around with jewelry a lot and so they thought ah let's bring these two together and have them do our wedding bands so um yeah, when this guy uh, showed up at my door, like at that moment, I was living in Munich already. Um, and uh, so then we we went to the academy, to the workshop there. We did these wedding bands and stuff. And to me, like the whole, um, yeah, the, the whole scenery, the whole atmosphere there was like, so attractive um i totally wanted to be there mm-hmm. and i talked to the professor and everything um but they said yeah like you have to have the knowledge you have to have, you have to have the crafts knowledge because that's mm-hmm. not that's not what you're learning there um so i yeah i kind of signed up to to the crafts formation which is a long process in jewelry. Um, it takes like almost four years. Um, so that was that was kind of like my my uh, professional um, entry to the to the to a jewelry world. But then at some point, or especially when I was ready, I realized that this kind of jewelry world was super super tight with super tight boundaries, super strong. Um, do's and don'ts and uh and also because the formation was like so intense when i was finished since i like i never had the time to kind of like think about what would my jewelry look like so when i was finished i had the feeling like everything i do looks like looks like where i come from and i didn't want that because that was a kind of jewelry that i didn't wear at all and I didn't want to have it and um and what was funny maybe was that I didn't wear like I totally stopped wearing jewelry when I did the formation um so I thought maybe let's leave the jewelry world that's uh, um that's maybe not my thing and I started to uh to study industrial design because like one aspect was also that um, during that formation, the pieces that I did, I really loved the crafts. Like totally, I was totally into it, but like working on a piece for hours and hours and days and days, of course that sums up to very, very expensive, exclusive pieces. And that was not like, I wasn't interested in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah so i thought i go into a field where i can express myself where it's not that much about luxury so um i started with industrial design and i was pretty happy there and everything but um i also didn't totally feel at home i worked for a couple of designers in that time like i did like tableware and uh fair stands and some like more let's say lifestyle accessories um but for me it was always clear that i wanted to do like i wanted to be my own boss Mm. and to me it wasn't really clear um what would be my voice or what is it what i have to say because i didn't want it to be um I didn't want it to be um, 
to um I wanted to have it focused. I wanted to have, I wanted to create something where you say, okay, it has to be like that and mm. not different. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, and then in that time, I, uh, I took part in, uh, um, in, uh, fällt mir das Wort nicht ein. Oh. So you, you can say contest. it in German and I try the contest. Contest. I took okay. part in a contest and that was, um, I, that was not about jewelry at all. It was, it was about women in sports and somehow like, I, I don't remember how and why, but I did a jewelry project out of that. And with that whole detour um, of, of my industrial design studies and the distance I had to my craft formation, But still, with that background um, and the history of of jewelry in mind, I, I was I was able to create something that was that was something new. And I very strongly remember that feeling of um, like this deep happiness of having the feeling that I found like words to kind of like words to to express something that. I knew wasn't there before mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then and that was when I when I when I knew okay now I know now I know what to do and first like I was afraid that this might just be like a one shot or something but um yeah that was that was when I started my my label and my brand and and, and everything and uh I'm still very happy with that decision. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. Thank you for the first part uh, that, <laughs> that we could dive into your journey. Um, of course, several thoughts, insights, questions already. Maybe let's extract the things what is probably valuable, like everything you share is valuable, valuable in terms of When I hear you speak, like, okay, I learned my the craft, so this was the first thing. Then I thought, like, ah, oh, this is not my thing. Now I study this industrial design, and it's way broader and deeper and wider, and then I'm flexible into it. And then I think, like, ah, but this is still not yet exactly. So you definitely with the industrial design, I heard you earned money in different agencies or for different mm -hmm. designers. And then you thought like, ah, no, but I want to change it again. And I, I want something unique. And this speaks very much to my own path because I know how unique the thing is, what I want to combine and do. And it's not yet existing. So I feel very, yeah, it's resonating a lot. So how could you transition into your brand? What you have still right now? I don't know how many years this is already. You can share mm -hmm. this in earning money so you you were earning money the whole time for people for someone doing something for someone but then simultaneously developing your own brand or how was it because I think this mm -hmm. can be interesting for many artists who are, mm -hmm. are on one path but they feel like it's not yet aligned perfectly but how can I switch to something else mm -hmm. yeah I mean like the 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 I I I I was, of course, like I was al already um, uh, earning money. Like after my cross formation, I mm -hmm. first I started working for, like in that craft. Mm -hmm. So I was I was earning money with that. Um, then I was earning money, like uh, like when I started to study, I was part time, still doing the craft thing. Then, like maybe a lot of people, like started working in gastronomy mm. until I, I, I had the skills to work for designers and stuff. Um, and actually, then when I started my thing, I very very quickly switched to only working for myself. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, one thing is, of course, that I had like. I had a pretty lucky start, let's say, mm -hmm. um, which allowed me to do so. And also like at that time I had like my setup, my setup was pretty easy. So I, I didn't need a lot of money, let's mm -hmm. say. So mm -hmm. I was, I was living still cheap and, um, 
uh, yeah, so that was maybe not the biggest complication. Um, and then with like with that good start, like I could always like I, I had my return that I could then invest in like developing further, producing more, um, doing different things. And um, so for me, it was very, very important to to not like invest too much of my time or creative energy on other things than the things I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's that's mainly a question of let's say personality or character mm -hmm. um, because I tend to be someone that if I do something like if I, if I work for for another designer or something or in another in another field like I tend to invest so much in that mm -hmm. that no real space is left over for let's say my own free mm -hmm. um my own free mind mm -hmm. so for me it was very important to not spread out too much or like to kind of like get my energy back on my own thing yeah yeah so and also what was super important for me because i had that like i tried to keep it short but my my, my path was a little like back and forth and left and right and um, uh, very often hitting that question or that feeling of like not really knowing kind of like knowing I want to do something but not really knowing what and not really feeling at home and not really like um, uh, and this is something that it's not the most energetic um let's say uh wasn't the most energetic phase and when the moment when i realized okay now i know that was a real like energy booster yeah wow. like as if you open a door and then stuff comes and and you get into it and so so i'm i'm maybe not a very good like part-time i do part-time my own thing person and if so for me the easiest is then to to do something that's maybe not creative so when when uh so during the time i studied um uh when i did like when i had that time where where i jobbed like in in cafes and stuff sometimes i think it's easier to do something that doesn't have to do anything with what you're planning to do mm -hmm. because then you don't get mixed up so much in in your way of expressing yeah. Absolutely. I think this is a super good advice for someone who is not yet 100% in their art or mm. wanting to transition and what can I do in between, like do something completely different and then you have the space mm. and the open mind for doing or diving into it. Um, it was super important, I think, for everyone to share that you said like, oh, this was back and forth and I didn't know and then I did this and I did this because otherwise sometimes sharing our stories in a short version then can feel or sound like very linear and very straight and it's so good that you shared like no it wasn't because mm -hmm. this is from my perspective most of the times part of being an entrepreneur being an artist being a human that it's not linear it's not going only up like it's it's normal so thank you for sharing this and the other part you shared um, that you had this lucky start and living cheap i think yes luck should can be sometimes a part in life absolutely true so i had one producer on the on the show he also said like yeah and a bit of luck is also part but what is it maybe you can share what you considered as lucky because mm -hmm. even this can be helpful for some who think like oh i may be in the wrong environment or i could ask this person for this support or ah i'm looking out for these things so what have you considered as your 
place of luck? Mm, yeah, I think um, what I what I what I call luck is this um, thing of like being in the right moment and the right place, meeting mm -hmm. some right, let's say, people or getting exposed to the right people. Um, but the main the main thing is maybe to be able to react to these circumstances because like being in a lucky position only results in in something when you realize that you are um so that what yeah what made it what made it easy maybe is that this um uh this project i did for this uh, contest the pieces i created they went on an exhibition where they got seen Mm -hmm. by people mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. and then I had my first customers and then uh, uh, and then and these were only of course these were only mock-ups like that was yeah. not produced at all in a professional way and I didn't have any packaging I didn't have a label I didn't have a name mm -hmm. I didn't have a logo I didn't have a website I did like I had nothing so um one one way could have been of course to say okay yeah well that's just a contest project um uh it's not like it's not sellable or i just sell these yeah six pieces um and then it's done uh but yeah i i decided to to then do the whole thing and because um, yeah because i was in a stage where i where i like kind of started from scratch and didn't have a lot of means that just meant for me that i did a, that i did a lot of a lot of things just on my own yeah so i yeah. programmed the first website myself i i did all the packaging by hand myself but um i pr like i i stamped like the 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 labeling by hand myself like I did just mm -hmm. everything myself but of course due to my uh due to the studies I did due to uh the former um education I knew about tooling and I could do the tooling myself mm -hmm. so um uh one thing is of course maybe like a, a lucky moment or being open to circumstances that might help you or that can help you but then also being um like uh, yeah being open or willing to like just invest and if it's not money then it's time and energy and to just do and not question too much because if you start questioning then you don't start at all yeah. i think and yeah. um Maybe for me it was helpful also that I was in that um, in a stage where I didn't I didn't know about entrepreneurship or I didn't know about what does it mean this and that and I I didn't come from a family that had a like entrepreneur background mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah so it was maybe sometimes. A little bit of um, uh, yeah, a lot of learnings, of course, on the way. Yeah, a lot of like little curves to take and stuff. But that also had the advantage that sometimes the solutions I found were different than the solutions that were already out there. So um, yeah, I think one big thing is to. Uh, Yeah, kind of listen to your inner voice, and when it like when it feels right, there is something right about it. I think, and then kind of like getting out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. super valuable. Thank you for sharing because it's exactly like this, right? It's and for me, this this going shortly back to it, the the luck piece. For me, there is no let's say no real luck. Yes, of course, sometimes as you said, right people. Right circumstances, right timing, right place. Yes, we can consider this as luck. And 
knowing that we were part in this co-creation, right? It's not that we were waiting at home and out of a sudden it's like, when there is this? No, you've done something for it. You you were showing up, you were doing this thing. And then what you shared in the end, so bringing the circle together is like, ah, I was following my intuition. I was following this passion. I was following the sign what felt good and aligned in that moment. And this brought me to this contest. And then it brought me to the fair and then it brought me to the client. So yeah, can we consider this as like, maybe, but also no, we, in the end, we were participating in it. So I think this is important to share for everyone listening, like um, what you shared then in the end, it's like, and yeah, I had yesterday an awesome interview that the same, it's, it's bringing us always back to check in with yourself. If it feels right, if it feels aligned, if it, fe are you following your intuition, your inner voice? Like, And this can't be wrong, even though then we are faced with situations we don't know yet. Maybe we fail. Or even this, I don't like the word failure, right? It's not failure. It's an experience. And then we learn from it. And then, as you said, like many people are not coming from entrepreneur families and then they are going their own path. And so we have to learn it from scratch. And even though I don't, some are looking for mentors, coaches, communities, like-minded people, some are trying it on their own again and again, or reading books, whatever this is, but it's like, um, yeah, maybe this is an interesting question. So you, for you, it was a learning and doing things. So you, you were learning while going. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally learning while going and um uh and I, I was like when I when I started the thing I had yeah I had um I wasn't really part of a whatever community and um because also because what I what I did was um yeah I I didn't have a let's say group of people who kind mm -hmm. of like were in the same situation so um uh i yeah more or less had to just learn or test out and see how it goes and um and also uh it was like simultaneously i i, I like i had when i when i started i had uh, i had my first baby already the second was like almost there so I did I also had didn't have um uh yeah I I worked in the night daytime I took care of 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 of, of the kids so it wasn't um uh I it was more like this like let's say lonely wolf situation oh, um mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I think it can be maybe easier or it can be maybe uh now I'm in a different situation and I'm, I'm, uh, I have like people around me to share and to like, yeah, people who are maybe in, in, um, similar situations in other fields, but still, um, and that's of course super valuable, valuable, mm -hmm. but still you have to find out for yourself, um, how to how to do things in your way um yeah 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 like staying true to yourself i think this is the thing i think that's why it's so important or in my perspective that you unify or look for like-minded people because it's mm. getting easier you can talk about the same things you can share mm. experiences you can say failures like total mess but also celebrations like all mm. the things you can share it makes mm. it way easier at the same time, staying true to yourself and not adapting too much because then you get lost from your own track and this is exactly what you did. So how many years or maybe decades you are now having your brand like it is? Mm, so um, I'd say I started um, more or less, I started 18 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, but the moment, like, let's say I... I was exposed to the world, <laughs> if one can say so, um, is, um, yeah, that's like 16 years ago. Okay. So, okay. Uh, because of course, like you, you, you start with, with something, you have to find out first how, how to 
yeah, how to work it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's also one big part. This is just a lot of work. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. 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 I think a lot of work. Yeah. It, yeah. Let's take the thing aside of, or it simply comes to you when you follow your heart or your passion. No. But I think there's a huge difference when we follow our heart, our soul, our intuition, doing what we love, then we are able to cope more in a still healthy way. Of course, we should pay attention to our body and love, totally. But I think we can do more when we follow the heart instead of in the work piece, instead of like sitting, I don't know, in front of a computer and we would love to dance or whatever it is, right? Like the, yeah. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, because because like I mean, like every the days for every person to have the same amount of hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and of course, um, uh, uh, like prioritizing for things you love is an easy thing. Yeah, it's not yeah. It's like you don't feel like sacrificing. Yeah, but sometimes maybe you have to. Yeah. But um, uh, if you know what what you're doing it for, it's then it's then it's also a different story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And then, of course, uh, everything you you invest energy wise, focus wise, um, uh, in in your own, let's say, universe, um, brings you further. Yeah, one hundred percent. Stuff develops, and things get easier also. But it's the same uh, for me sometimes with that question of like, where does inspiration come from, mm -hmm. or like, how do ideas develop? Mm -hmm. Um, of course, there are these moments of whatever during the night, during the day blah 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 something pops up in your mind and you don't really know where it comes from but of course it's uh most of the times i would say it's a result of work you did or time you spent with something or um kind of open senses to the world around you um a combination of these yeah. and then with that i don't know spark or starting point or whatever and then and then you work with it so and then working on it or working with it results in different ideas or in different parts and sometimes things turn out like turn out totally different than you thought they would I think it has a lot to do with staying open to things that happen. It's the same maybe that to that like luck question. If you are not open to um or if you don't feel uh, opportunities then they're not there for you even if they are maybe. Um, so very, very often, I think it, it is a question of taking decisions and not being too afraid of deciding. Because deciding something and then later realizing ah, I was um, uh, that path didn't lead me where I thought, maybe it brings you to to a great other place or maybe you see, ah, okay, no, so I have to take that detour or I have to turn to the left here or it's I would say there's no waste there's no waste of of time if you if you really take decisions or if you focus on something because you need to take like you're taking decisions every second mm -hmm. for something against something else um, and of course inspiration or this like starting point is a part of it but then comes all the rest absolutely absolutely yeah super valuable that the 
the acting and deciding instead of waiting and hoping and doubting and questioning. Definitely. Yeah. What would you say <clears throat> now being 16 or 18, like let's say almost 20 um, years in the game of having a brand with amazing and very unique jewelry and lots of other stuff. So, so you can share what else you're doing that everyone who is interested and doesn't know you yet has to dive into it. But what maybe two things, what is interesting now being an established successful entrepreneur, probably with an even bigger vision still, I think so. I would, I would assume so, but um, in these 16, 18 years, what has shifted Who was the artist, Saskia, 16 years ago? And who is the artist now? And what kind of entrepreneur mindset was 16 years ago? And what is the entrepreneur, Saskia, now? So I would love to see the difference in between the artist and the entrepreneur from there into now. Um, so maybe the main, The main difference maybe is uh, a shift in confidence mm -hmm. um, because I, I like I, I remember I, I strongly remember like in the first years so that was like like that was a longer period where like every time I would um, kind of like present to a wider audience what I did I would be like so not like really maybe not only nervous but really like I don't know freaking out <laughs> um how how the reactions would be so I would I would sleep very badly for I don't know weeks mm -hmm. up front yeah. and um uh or this fear of what if I don't have ideas anymore or what what if I sit for in front of that blank page and nothing comes up um, and of course like with the time and with more experience um, I I know or I experienced pretty often now that very often it's just a matter of starting of getting started of just doing and not of, of kind of like getting out of your head um, because very often I think the mind kind of like tries to hold you back in in your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. um, so I had, like, I had lots of opportunities to realize that, like, nothing happens. Like, that blank page doesn't do anything to you. You can just, just start. And even if the, and even if it takes a while, mm -hmm. it's okay. <laughs> like, you don't need to be, the genius in every second um, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah and also I would say like that feeling of oh like will the people like what I did or like how will the reactions be um, turn into like Maybe a, a, a kind of confidence that um, if I if I think it's right what I did, then it'll be okay. Like mm -hmm. it'll be fine mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because because of course, like um, uh, uh, it's not it's not only about. It's not only about sales. Like you, you, you need you, you, you need to, or I think I need to express. Let's say my vision or my my um, what I think of something, and and it's natural that there are that this will lead to 
maybe sometimes stronger pieces that might not sell for a while, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that are super important for for the expression or for the image or for 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 the story you want to tell. And and then very often things that in the beginning maybe were too I don't know what um, to unseen maybe mm-hmm. turn out to be like super super good sellers um, a few seasons later. Mm-hmm. So um, um, yeah, I think the 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 one big change is maybe that um, like I, I I don't freak out anymore of course i'm nervous but i i don't like i i'm not um i i have more more the feeling of i know what i'm doing cool cool yeah so i think this is a very important piece the 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 confidence piece was the most outstanding for you like this is the biggest difference in these 18 years that I know what I'm doing and I know how to deal with these emotion and these situations and the confidence so what advice or learning would you give someone who is still in the phase of uh if they like it but it, it, it doesn't matter what kind of art it is right it's the journey being an artist and on this entrepreneur path and then having doubts around their own art so what would you give as an advice how you overcame it or what is your learning? And then you say like, hey, you don't have to be because da, 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 da. Hmm. Um, I think my advice will be um, trust yourself more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Sometimes it just takes a while, yeah. but um, I think as um, as uh, let's say unique every person is, we are still like there will always be like a lot of people that are not the same but pretty similar in a lot of aspects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and who will maybe be able to appreciate what what one is doing yeah um yeah and i think one part is of course the creation but another very very big part is also like this aspect of getting out there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and there are lots of ways to do that it doesn't always mean to be like there in person or like depending on on personality and character mm-hmm. like not everyone is super extrovert or super social or whatever yeah. Yeah. but there's um uh of course there's this uh, uh i mean now a lot happens online of course and then you have I mean you have your shield or your armor anyway mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have like of course you have to or I don't know if you have to but um, I think it's good to to maybe assist in um, creating uh opportunities for people to get to know what you're doing yeah 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 absolutely absolutely yeah i think this is valuable um for everyone hopefully they have all paper and pen to write it <laughs> or to repeat it um you talked shortly maybe two more questions you talked yeah. shortly about your vision so i think i didn't ask any of my previous guests about the vision, but I'm super curious about yours. So what is your vision about your art? Um, <laughs> is a, um, 
Because you do pretty unique stuff. I mean, everyone who doesn't know you have to check out what you're doing. Like it's, it's so cool. We we will put all the links in there, and we will find you. But what you you have some specific. I mean, or maybe it's some only like I want to express myself in my art. Period. Right. That doesn't have to be so. You. But I guess there is something else. Yeah. I mean, like one one like there's a couple like I, I, very like if if like saying these things loud out so, like to me sounds very strange because I think they sound like sounds very very um I don't know cheesy no dare to go there I love it <laughs> <laughs> but um uh so it's actually it's like a big thing or uh motivation for me is um bringing love and beauty to the world mm. that's like um, uh, as stupid as this may sound but um, it doesn't it's so important <laughs> <laughs> but for me it has a lot to do with like empowerment with attitude with um, uh, reinforcement with sometimes armor also so like being maybe part of um or like assisting in um creating let's say proud attitude or yeah and also in people showing showing love to themselves or to other people mm -hmm. um, because jewelry jewelry like if you see it like that I think um, can always be seen as a sign of love mm -hmm. either to yourself or to someone else yeah. um, so that's Yeah, that's a big part. Beautiful, beautiful. And it's so interesting. I, or <laughs> I have to admit, me being a coach, it's like, wow, what, mm, what is the word? Isn't it a bit sad or remarkable to say it more neutral that you tried to find different words Instead of simply saying like, I want to give more beauty and love to the world, right? It's like, oh, this sounds maybe cheesy. Mm, this sounds... And I think like, no, what the fuck? This is important. And this mm. is such a huge and beautiful vision. So thank you for sharing because it's so important. And I think there can't be enough love and beauty given out there and having this as a vision or as a driver to say like, mm. hey, this is my thing. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing with the art I'm embodying, right? It's so beautiful. Yeah, and I think in German I would say das gelingt dir, but how do we say this in English? So you are doing it. Let's say like this. <laughs> and um, the last question, maybe you have two or three key differences and or elements from being the starving artist concept to a successful entrepreneur. What is two or three biggest differences what someone has to shift, to learn, to embody to shift okay i think uh, one thing that is super important is just because you do something bec just because you like to do something doesn't mean you shouldn't be paid for it mm -hmm. um because that's very a very common thing like hey can you do that for me or hey can you do this for me or like and it's not a hob it's not mm -hmm. a hobby mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um And this, I think, has to be has to do with to value your own time, to value your like experience and knowledge, um, and also um, it's totally okay if like it doesn't doesn't need to be always money you get, mm -hmm. but if it's not money then 
like it, you should either have like super fun doing it mm-hmm. or it should like bring you success or let's say fame call mm-hmm. it like that mm-hmm. or money mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like it has yeah. to like you ha- like you shouldn't do anything without any return yeah yeah um and then what else maybe it's the only thing but you have time to think about it or to reflect Mm. i mean maybe you say like this is the difference there is this is the main difference or you think like oh maybe there is something Mm. no i think i think i think uh uh, and this that's sometimes a very hard lesson maybe but um stand in for yourself to get whatever kind of return mm-hmm. and um there's this saying <laughs> yeah. um uh of like asking more gets you more mm-hmm. and um and as i said it doesn't always need to be money yeah yeah um that's like it's it's uh, uh there's a lot of ways things can bring you uh a return mm-hmm. but uh yeah i would say so so beautiful saskia so so beautiful and um i think everyone got lots of stuff out there when they listened and um i hope so i highly appreciate that you were on the show thank you for all your time your share um, letting us in your story and your experiences because it's super valuable to have someone who is that long in the field and has so much experience in it. So thank you very much. And I I wish you the best for your vision to touch more and more day by day with love and beauty. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs>